Welcome to the place. Monday, May 20th, 2019. I'm your host, Pete. Right here with me is Monica. Good evening, Monica. Hi. Good evening. And uh, before we really get into this, um, you uh, you have some uh, really, really cool uh, news that you shared on Facebook. Would you like to share that with our listeners? Um, yes. So I am the newest brand ambassador for DAS Labs, which is uh, the bucked up pre-workout. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Congratulations. And actually, um, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that is the pre-workout that I, I didn't even know you were applying for this, but I, uh, I actually use that um, pre-workout and uh, well, I love what's, it. What's crazy is, so I applied, I want to say like two or three months ago and I kind of forgot about it. And then when you, when you sent me that, I was like, that looks familiar, but it didn't really click in my head. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she, uh, they got a hold of me. Uh, either Friday or Saturday, and she's like, welcome aboard. So here I am. <laughs> well, that is excellent news, and uh, hopefully we get some uh, – tell them, tell them you're on a podcast, and uh, we'll plug them if they send us some free stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll get them to send you some free stuff. Yeah, but... <laughs> see? Hey, twice as – and more is, more is better. So, all right, um, we've got a big show tonight, um, and we – a few items on tap. Um, we're going to talk about the Robert Pattinson um, as the new Batman. Um, a little bit of Falcon and Bucky news, which I'm sure you will uh, you will probably like. Um, a little bit about the Mandarin, uh, the possibility of them wanting to do something else with him in the MCU. Which, after Iron Man three, I really don't understand why. Um, yeah. I just rolled my eyes. I know you can't see me, but I was rolling my eyes. (laughs) Well, actually, um, I probably will be able to see roll your eyes when we do some recording together this weekend. Um, Yes. As uh, the people don't know yet, we are actually going to be recording live together. We're going to do probably an episode uh, of the podcast, or maybe two, uh, depending on time. Probably one episode of that, and uh, maybe some video content for the uh, for the YouTube channel. So. We're going to uh, have you, you guys have that to look forward to this weekend as well. So, yes. And, and I'm actually like, I'm, I'm packed and ready to go, which if anybody knows me knows that I grab a backpack the morning of my trip and just throw my stuff in it and walk out the door. So this is like a huge accomplishment for me in my adult life. <laughs> I was going to say you are, you are packed that far in advance. Like I, I couldn't even do that because like, I'd be like, I'd wear something I want to take with me and I'd have to wash it again. And it'd be like a whole thing. So just, I couldn't do it. I just like, I'd pack like Thursday night. If I'm leaving Friday, I would pack like Thursday night. I would have all my laundry well, done. Well, it's first of all, it's 90 degrees here. So I'm yeah. in like shorts and tank tops and you know, you guys need sweatshirts and jeans and all that stuff up there. So it's completely two different wardrobes that I'm, I'm dealing oh, yeah. with. And then like for work, I have to wear a uniform. So it's not like I have to wear anything yep. special that I, you yeah. know, so mm-hmm. I, I've just never packed this much in advance. So <laughs> well, good. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Thanks. You've, uh, you, you've leveled up in adulthood there. Well, you got um, your. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm breaking even with the way today is going. I'm just breaking yeah. even. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like uh, today has been your friend at all. So uh, it's Monday. 
So, you know, what we're going to start with, uh, speaking of Monday and something that's on TV right now as we record this, is uh, a show uh, and a franchise that I've spent a lot of time watching. Uh, sad as this is to admit, is the uh, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Um, and the Bachelorette came under fire by Kelly Ripa of all people. Um, did you hear anything about this? No, I'm not. I, I don't do anything with that show. So I got I got hooked into that, like Bachelorette, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. I started watching it with Erica, and um, I just I actually did like a I used to do a radio segment about it. But when I was on the radio, my target demographic was females. So I had to uh, tailor a lot of my segments to them, uh, you know, just that kind of material that would, you know, they would want to listen to rather than me talk about sports. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. You know, um, but I uh, I had I would get all that stuff out of the way early in my show. In the last two hours of my show, I would call the flip side and I would do all my like people from Florida or just kind of dumb stories and stuff like that. Um, I had the, the uh, one called uh, what was it? Um, Should have known better. I had dumb criminals. <laughs> Um, it's funny too, because like every story I had, uh, from Florida and I'm hope I'm saying this right. Is it Pinellas County? Sure. Is, is that near Tampa? Uh, you know, the only time I've ever been to Florida, um, I never even stepped outside because I was, uh, in the airport <laughs> my, in Miami for, um, what three, I had a three hour layover left time to get really drunk before uh my final flight to uh jamaica um yeah and, uh, yeah uh, well that was my first flight ever uh actually i was what 30 we just got married so i was like 31 um i'd never flown before that and my first really? flight was no my first flight was international and we flew out of metro airport at like six in the morning so they started bringing the drink card around at like seven so i had my first like what i have i had a couple like vodka and cranberry juices between uh michigan and florida and then we got to the miami international airport and i killed like what probably a good solid three margaritas at least there in three hours and then we our flight was only an hour from uh, miami to uh, uh montego bay and then it was an hour bus trip which we stopped and got beer because um, you <laughs> just like you could drink on the bus you know so yeah. once once the, Cause it was like a 45 minute bus shuttle ride uh, from the airport to the uh, resort. And I thought, I was like, great. I'm going to fucking probably die somewhere along this place. I'm going to get like kidnapped and murdered or something. I don't know, but it was, uh, yeah. it was great. J Jamaica was amazing. It was beautiful. Uh, the resort was great. Um, yeah. It was right next to uh, hedonism <laughs> uh, or he, it was hedonism too. actually it was right next to, uh, we stayed at couples in a grill in uh in Negril, jamaica and um yeah uh there was a lot of naked next door and it was not good naked none of it was good naked. <laughs> none, none, none of, of that seems to be like what people think they're gonna, no. they're gonna come across <laughs> every every everybody that goes there thinks it's gonna be like these like it's gonna look like everybody's gonna be aesthetically like perfect no it's no it's yeah. it's the it's the, no no it's it's not yeah. everybody looks like a funhouse mirror um <laughs> well yeah you know i mean i live over in naples so i was there for almost three years and naples seems to be the 
the place where like you get the Europeans and Germans like everybody just kind of flocks to Naples so that's pretty interesting there <laughs> my my aunt and uncle lived down there uh in the winter for about what was it 25 years uh they have a they're up in Petoskey part of the year and then now they're in uh I can't remember where it is they they moved um to because my aunt is a nurse so she was working at a hospital there and uh yeah they they were in Naples for a long time uh, my parents actually yeah. went down there they with them a couple times they, they liked it you know um but yeah, I've never, I've never went back to Florida. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've really like, I've only traveled really like out of the country uh, uh, by flight anyway. So, well, if you if you need some some good people watching, just anywhere in Florida, just stop and and sit and watch. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the airport was interesting enough. Uh, before I got off on this, because we we're going to talk about the Bachelorette, but I, another quick yeah. story, really <laughs> funny about Miami is. Um, I got stopped in customs coming back from Jamaica um, by the Homeland Security guys with the AR-15s and the dogs. Oh, Lord. I got pulled out of line randomly. I was walking, carrying my, uh, my, uh, my carry-on bag, and the guy came up to me with his assault rifle and his dog and said, red line. I'm like, what? He goes, red line. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so they detained me for like 45 minutes and tossed like both our bags. And we walk up to the counter and the guy's like, who's got the weed? I was like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, the dog smells it. I'm like, yeah, I, I smoked before I left the resort. I was in Jamaica on my honeymoon, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that, that happened. I'm like, I smoked all fucking week while I was there. So yeah, but I'm not stupid enough to bring anything with me. I'm like, but I have dirty laundry, and that's what the dog was smelling. You know what I mean? Right. You're not right. doing your fucking laundry. So, yeah, I was just like, and, you know, we put it, all the dirty clothes are in the same bag, and I didn't even think about it. So, yeah, um, Mr. Doggy did not like that bag, but, yeah, they were, like, <laughs> going through everything with a fine-tooth comb, and it's like, um, that's kind of gross, dude. Yeah. I mean, but, but they get a lot of sketchy shit that comes through there, so... Yeah, you know, I just like people like rifling through my shit. You know, it's just like uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. You know, it's like you just feel kind of like violated. Right. But then they didn't question like the you know. I mean, I declared everything I brought back. Like, well, I switched the rings on my cigars, which were Cuban, and I I switched them to uh, another ring, so we know they're Cubans. Because uh, I brought back like what, a dozen, a dozen or so Cuban cigars, and uh, you know, we brought a bunch of liquor back, but we declared all that. You know. Right. I had like one, one bot, one like big suitcase just of like liquor and like other <laughs> stuff on there. Ready to party. Because, well, no, the, uh, the, the, the resort is all inclusive. So every, like when we got there, the uh, room service, they bring you, if you want breakfast, they'll bring you a full breakfast uh, tray every morning, which we did. Um, and it was freaking amazing, like fresh fruit, like croissants, all, you know, just amazing stuff. You know, yeah. co they, have, they have amazing coffee there. Um, the Blue Mountain Jamaican coffee is freaking just to die for. But for your mini bar, they're like, what kind of liquor do you like? And we're like, I hey, will take vodka, rum and wine. They're like, you know, it's stocked daily. And I'm thinking you get little bottles. They bring you fifths every day. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> And if and if you don't drink it, you keep it. So we had uh, an entire suitcase that was like booze and like t-shirts and like shot glasses we bought, stuff like that. You know, little gift, weird Christmas gifts and stuff for people. But uh, yeah, it was like <laughs> we had like, you know, like six fifths and like two bottles of wine, and you know, it's like <laughs> yep, 
all wrapped up in t-shirts, you know, the guys like, uh, I was like, hey, it's all, it's all declared, you know? So yeah, they, uh, they detained me. Uh, and that was, uh, the only thing that I was waiting for is Jesus. They're going to take me back to the, uh, to the room and the gloves. The <laughs> no, I'm like, Oh no. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't need this. Not this. I was like, was that Molly Ringwald and 16 candles? Not this way, Jake, not this way. Not this oh, way. Lord. Okay. So anyway, enough about me getting rubber gloved. Uh, in my, <laughs> but, uh, this, this is not at all what I pictured when I listened to that Will Smith song, welcome to Miami. I was like, where's the party with this baby with the heat is on all night, every day till the break of dawn. I'm like, I'm getting detained in Miami. Welcome yeah. to, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is bullshit. So yeah. I'm not, I won't say anymore. Uh, well, I mean, then I, you see, like, I think it was like Nat G or A&E had a show about Miami International Airport that debuted shortly after we got back because it's like one of the largest drug hubs, you know, and uh, right. that, yeah. that, that airport is infamous for that. So, yeah, I was like, oh, great. I'm probably going to end up on that fucking show. <laughs> right. No, they would they would have done it if you had something on you. But yeah. Where are the cameras? Where are the cameras? <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to look embarrassed. Oh, well, we didn't find anything. Yeah. Cut, just cut that segment out. He, he did say he was smoking marijuana. Well, they were all at Cuba. So I'd be like, hey, man, he said he was smoking. Like, all of them were. <laughs> like, I know. Not a one of them was. I was like, they, I know they were just laughing at me going, the shoe's on the other foot, isn't it? No, gringo. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wish I could have seen your <laughs> face. <laughs> I was just like... I was like, at that point in time, I, I had never, never in my life been more Caucasian. I was just like, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Whatever you say, sir. But no, I was really like, because I, I just like, I literally smoked before I got on a plane. I mean, like when we were leaving before we left the resort. So I was yeah. pretty lit because that Jamaican shit was like, yeah, it, it, it's true. You know, when you get there, it looked like garbage, but um, it, it's straight like karate. Chuck Norris kicked you to the face. Um <laughs> So yeah, that was like, that was like fun. present present day Chuck Norris or like past tense Chuck Norris. I, I'm still terrified of Chuck Norris, but I would say like Walker Texas Ranger, like beating up like thirty goons in like two seconds, Chuck Norris. Okay, maybe even I just like wanted my, to clarify my my collectible glasses. I have my Delta Force glasses, Chuck Norris. Like, have you have you ever seen Delta Force? No. Let's see. There's another one you're gonna have to watch. We're gonna okay. we're gonna have uh, on the YouTube channel. We'll uh, we'll have to do like uh, we'll find uh, we'll order because I'm pretty sure you can find the DVD for like a buck. And, uh, <laughs> we'll do like we'll watch uh, we'll do like a live watch of um, of Delta Force and and then we'll do we'll have to do Delta Force two uh, with Chuck Norris. Oh Lord! Okay. Oh yeah! And, my, and pick- my my list is like growing quickly. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, so Kelly Ripa has an issue with the Bachelorette. To get kind of bring this back in after like a fifteen a fifteen minute like rant and all right. So this was uh, published on Fox News about five days ago. Uh, Kelly Ripa's Bachelorette comment prompts response from host Chris Harrison and creator Mike Fleiss. and uh, it says, "Don't bite the hand that feeds you." That and that's funny because the Bachelorette is you know on ABC and. Uh, Kelly Ripa just uh, she she says 
that's what the <laughs> don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's what the Bachelor, Bachelorette creator Mike Fleiss and Chris host Chris Harrison want ABC star who is on the ABC network, Kelly Ripa, to know after she blasted the franchise saying, it disgusts me. The Live with Kelly and Ryan host on Tuesday slammed the dating competition shows shortly after co-host Ryan Seacrest announced that Hannah Brown will make an appearance on their talk show this week. Brown, the newest Bachelorette, which is in its second week, and I'm DVRing it as we speak, was a <laughs> contestant in the 23rd season of The Bachelor, but was ultimately not chosen by the star Colton Underwood. Um, says you guys know how i feel about the show it disgusts me she said of the bachelorette yeah so um she uh and then the uh, the creator of the show tweeted easy at kelly ripa the ba- hashtag the bachelor franchise pays for your salary <laughs> oh my lord that is hilarious yep and then chris harrison who i actually really like um the host of the ba- i that man has made more money off of that. I mean, the dude is like, he's really, he's just really smart. Uh, he, he chimed in tweeting, look out hashtag bachelor nation at Kelly Ripa's coming after you and your disgusting Monday night habit. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so she said, uh, she said she can't stand the idea of 25 exceptional women fighting over one ordinary fella. In my opinion, you know how I feel, ladies. We are too special to be arguing over a guy. Having said all that, all of you women watch that gross, gross show, she added, apparently addressing the talk show's audience. So um, she's not a fan of, uh, of the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. Um, I don't think she will be uh, watching or making any guest appearances on there because they sometimes have celebrities get involved with like the, uh, the dates they go on, which I I wanted to talk about this show because it's really funny to me because like you're, you're single, but you don't like, you're not like a big dating person. Um, from what uh, yeah, from that, what that's you, the you way know, to, to word it <laughs> yeah you just you like just don't ain't, like ain't nobody got time for that kind of shit so yeah that's what but, it like, is these these shows are like this it's i've always found this funny because i'm like um you meet somebody on this okay so like you start with 25 women and you're like vying for this guy's time and and the producers like i've watched all the behind the scenes stuff um all these exposés and it's like this is the most unrealistic way to ever meet somebody and how any of these relationships last because some of them have is like, it it really means that they must have a solid relationship because these are just not built to last. Um, I mean, like when you're like your first date is, you know, going to the Andes mountains by helicopter and being dry. I mean, it's like, that's kind of setting you up for uh, some major disappointment when you have to uh return to the real world you know what i mean yeah and and then these the wardrobes they talked about um a couple of the contestants the female contestants in particular uh the men too but not to it's not to the same extent It, it doesn't seem like um because some of the dresses these women wear are like i mean just absolutely gorgeous fucking formal wear uh and you're talking you know a couple hundred to you know a thousand dollars for a dress like that uh, and they have to pay for these themselves and they're told to pack for like you know you have to pack for sporty you know sporty things and casual and formal and you have to have like so many different outfits they've been like the one girl said she spent and like 
put herself about $40,000 in debt and clothing alone. Are you kidding me? Not at all. Um, yeah. Some yeah, that of them. Is, that, see, that's where I would just like, I don't know. I mean, I think the most I've ever paid for any item of clothing besides like an NFL jersey is like 20 bucks, maybe, maybe 30. I mean, nice hoodie or something like that. But like, yeah, no. I wouldn't, I'd be out. I'd be done. That's all it takes. Is it bad? I've spent like 50 bucks on a t-shirt. No. I mean, lots of people do. I'm just not about I just, it. I don't, I don't, not anymore. I mean, hell, I'm like, I'm excited when I find something for like, you know, five, 10 bucks and it's like actually not stupid looking, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't, I have like suits and I have like 150 ties and I just, uh, I, I hopefully don't have to wear one. And the only time I wear them is when I do weddings. So, but yeah. this, so this whole like bachelor, bachelorette thing, this Kelly rip of beef is kind of funny uh, that she takes issue with it because I mean, she's, you know, happily married um, to Mark Consuelos. Who's uh, if you're from, I don't know. He's a, he was a soap opera star. I mean, very good looking guy. Um, I just don't understand like, <laughs> her whole issue with, you know, and this show is, it's not like this is a new show. The show's been on the air since 2000 when, uh, what's his name? Uh, the first bachelor was uh, Bob Guinea. And I still remember that. Um, <laughs> he, he had a failed music career too after that, but yeah, oh, uh, it's not like it's a, it's a new, you know, concept or show. So I just, yeah, I found like, that's the thing is a why, I mean, there's plenty of shows that I don't care for. And I like, very much do not like and disagree with but you just go about your day like why why take it to the public and make it this big thing just don't like it and go do what what you're gonna do for the day you know and especially kelly ripa working for uh working for abc and knowing how big of a chunk of abc's programming the bachelor uh, franchise, you know, with the, uh, the bachelor bachelorette and bachelor in paradise. And then they do the bachelor winter games now. Um, oh, or like internet, it's like an international version of it because there's uh, versions of the show from all over the world now. So um, maybe, maybe somebody paid her to, to do that. I mean, it's like, obviously if she's, if she's got something that she is, you know, trying to sell or plug, you know, outside of like her show that she has her morning show, uh, which if anybody is remembers, it used to be uh, like Regis, it was Regis and what, Regis and uh, Kelly or Regis and Kathy Lee before, you know, uh, Regis Philbin and Kathy Lee Gifford. And then Kathy Lee left and it was Regis and Kelly, uh, you know, Regis left. And then it was, I think, Michael Strahan for a while. And now it's Ryan Seacrest, who I think Ryan Seacrest probably has more money than God. Um, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's everywhere. So he is. I mean, kudos to him. I mean, that guy is just, you know, he's got a syndicated uh, show on Sirius, um, you know, the, the whole American Idol thing. Um, you know, he's, the guy's just, he's in everything and good for him. I mean, that man's made money for years, you know, and he's just one of those dudes. It's like, he always comes up with something, some way, new way to kind of reinvent himself, but I don't think he's aged at all. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, I probably haven't seen his face in 10 years, and I bet it still looks the exact same. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that was just that was I found that one kind of funny. Um, and while we're on the uh, while we're on the topic of the uh, the women folk, we have to go over to our good friends at io9 gizmodo.com for a little article and it's so sad the i didn't send you this because i didn't want you to punch <laughs> any of your uh, any of your uh, equipment but it's brie larson standing there in that scene in uh, endgame where she's staring down thor with that dead face two by four look <laughs> on her face you know uh, I, says, i'm convinced that you hate me <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm not showing you this picture, but it says Marvel's Marvel's True Avengers. What is it? Uh, oh, Marvel's True Avengers are assembled in this fantastic Endgame set photo. This is Julie Muncy. This came out Saturday at three thirty. One of the most rousing moments of Avengers Endgame was when all of its women grouped up for one heroic charge. Even if that moment was in the larger scale of the MCU or even of the film unearned, there's still something iconic about the imagery itself. These beloved heroes all gathering in one place with one cause, ready to break the baddie stuff. To commemorate this moment, Marvel Studios has released a set photo from the sequence featuring all the ladies lined up with the Russos, all dressed up for combat. And it is basically the A-Force photo. And did I send you what I did to that picture? No. I did not do anything to it except Brie Larson is standing dead in the middle of it because I don't, I, I don't mind. It's, it's, it is, it's actually, I, I make fun of the article because it's from io9 Gizmodo and they're just normally horrible. Um, it, it's a really, it actually is a really cool picture because there's some badass characters, but Brie Larson ruins it just by her mere presence and the fact that she's right in the middle. Um, so what I did was I just Photoshopped a two by four over her face <laughs> oh, and perfect. I posted, I posted on the Marvel Empire page today and uh, oh, it was Lord. getting some, yeah, it was getting some likes because uh, they posted this, this Marvel studios picture. And I posted it in the comment thread there. And at that point there was only like 17 comments. So it got a few likes. It didn't get any, uh, any angry reacts, which I was kind of surprised because like I said, I didn't do anything to the picture aside from like put a piece of two by four over Brie Larson's face. But I, I I did send you the one, the one I posted on the place to be reviews page on Facebook. Uh, Monica, tell them where they can see our memes and our stories and stuff like that. Um, you just told them. Well, we've got more than just the Facebook page and it's your oh. turn to plug them off. Well, I don't remember the Twitter one. You, you took the easy one. The Twitter, the uh, Twitter's at the place to be RE1. Yes. Yay. Got it. Winning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the email is the place to be at mail.com the place to be reviews at mail.com yes oh dang i've got a word okay well <laughs> you're all right <laughs> and yeah. uh so so i took this picture and then um because you you you've seen you've seen the picture right you know what i'm talking about yeah i do <laughs> okay, the, the black and white photo yeah so and actually um uh is it Joe Joe Russo is at the far right next to Karen Gillian, who is the tallest one there, and she's kind of like slouching over a little bit. Uh, she's a good inch inch taller than maybe a half inch taller than Joe Russo, but because um, he's the more heavier set one uh, yeah. that was actually in the movie, and wow. um, I, I took him and I sliced him out of the picture, and I I put the caption on it. Um, when you're late buying the game and everybody else has all the good skins. And then I put that in the comments down there. 
Uh, I haven't even got to like check out what you were doing today. So did anybody like comment on it? I haven't. I did that one. I was like, I did that. I did that one yesterday. Um, the oh, one okay. with the two by four. I pour, I did. I think today. Um, I'd have to go back and look. But uh, no, the stuff. The Facebook page is getting some good traction. Um, so I'm. Uh, I'm happy with that. It's. Uh, it's going good there. But yeah. So this this photo. I just had to. I had to bring this little uh, this little blurb up just to kind of use it as a segue to plug the uh, the Facebook page. But while we're on the topic of the MCU, I, I really think. Well, I mean, okay. Let, let, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to you because I'm gonna ask you what you want to do next while we're on the MCU. Okay, we can do a story about Bucky and Falcon, the Mandarin, okay. or or cosplay lesbians. <laughs> what? How is that? Okay, we're gonna go with Bucky and Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So next, before we do the Mandarin. We're going to do some cosplay lesbian storytelling here. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that one was going to win regardless of what I said. It's, it's, not, it's not as dirty as you folks think. I'm trying to get ad revenue here. We're trying to monetize. <laughs> so it is not a dirty story. So any potential sponsors, I just need that for clickbait. Because I think, cos- <laughs> I think cosplay lesbians might be the title of this episode. I don't know. Oh, Lord. I'm just going to say cosplay lesbians as many times as I can. I've been keeping track. I think that's like six already. So, <laughs> so before we get to this story, uh, cosplay lesbians. No, um, we get <laughs> uh, Sebastian Stan reveals Falcon and Winter Soldier details. This comes to us from CBR.com. Colin Hickson wrote this article. It says, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes are getting their own limited series on the Disney Plus streaming service, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Although the plot has been kept under wraps, actor Sebastian Stan, who plays the latter hero in the MCU, has teased what might happen in the show and revealed when filming begins. Comicbook.com reports Stan revealed his expectations for the series at a recent comic book convention. It's likely Italy's Jus in Bello. I don't know if I'm saying that right, where the actor was this weekend. I think it's time for Bucky to go out there and to have an identity outside of the circumstances that we've met him through, Stan said. So I don't know. He might do all kinds of things. He might even go on a date. I don't know. Scary world out there, you know, apps, things like that. I don't know what he's going to do. I can't see him on an iPhone. I think it's going to be a lot of dealing with Anthony's character and Anthony himself which is always another character. So, uh, what do you what do you kind of think of that so far? Just, um, um, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited because obviously, mm-hmm. and I love Sebastian Stan as you know Buddy, but um, I'm hoping that they kind of keep in line with the comics and not so much like you know, present day stuff. Um, if that's even a show. Actually, yeah. I, I'm at cable. No, they're getting ready years. to reboot it again. They were they were getting ready to start filming it when Luke Perry died. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But I, I, know, I, know, what you're, um, no, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, like... 
Uh, so if, if they can do that, I think it will actually play out pretty well. And I do think, like, the banter between uh, him and Anthony Mackie is pretty it, – it's, like, good, funny humor, you know, so. Oh, yeah, they were great in Civil War together. Yeah, which we both just watched that yesterday. How funny. And, I, and, and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then this morning, uh, after we were done watching Mickey Mouse for about two hours – uh, I, I asked Trey, I'm like, Hey, um, do you, uh, do you want to watch a movie or something while we, you know, cause we were starting to build stuff with our blocks and we had the, we had all the Marvel heroes out and he was like, winter soldier. I'm like, my man. All right. So you know, <laughs> winter soldier again, daddy. I'm like, okay, we can do that. I'm, I'm never going to complain about watching that. You know, uh, my, and I have to say this, is it, is it weird that I just, I feel bad for like, all the freaking shield agents are just like the nameless rabble of shield agents that are just cannon fodder in every fucking movie. Like, it's like, 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 okay. So when like the uh, strike team goes to take over and Hydra basically like says, we're going to take the helicarriers and we're going to murder like, what was it? Like a million people within like, you know, seconds because those, and and I'm going to get to those helicarriers in a minute. Um, okay, <laughs> but this it was like when the when the strike team was taken over, like all like the shield agents are just like getting mowed down, like you know, and I know half of them are like kind of like just like security, you know, the strike team is like full combat SWAT, you know, those are those those are like the baddest of the bad, but I'm like they just made these guys look like they're like nothing, you know, yeah, it was like, oh my god, and then when when Bucky is when he walks out there and like all right, you know, we're the only backup camps guy, he just like mows down like fifty people in like two seconds. I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, oh my god! Like, yeah, they're just—it it, it just looked like uh, it, it looked like RoboCop versus the Keystone Cops. It was, <laughs> it was, it was fucking bad. Um, yeah. And those helicarriers, like, is Shield that stupid? Like, I know Hydra's good, but like, I just feel like Shield is like the most inept organization. Like, they're horrible. I, I don't know. I don't know that if they're that dense or if they're just put in certain circumstances where they don't really have a choice you know what i mean like i feel like there's always twofold to to the side of it i know it's just i I don't really think they're that i I, they can't be that inept i mean it's obviously like for plot service um yeah but it it just yeah it does it does get old yeah yeah it gets old pretty quick you're like really it's like here's you know yeah. there'll, there'll be like forty shield agents have the drop on one person. And it's like there's forty dead bodies. You know let's just let's just skip right through this and uh, you know um, yeah it's just funny. I always laugh um, when that shit happens. I'm like okay let's see you you're fodder you're fodder you're fodder. Um, we we don't even know who the fuck you are. You're dead. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the article goes on to say Stan also revealed the series would begin filming in October, though he did not give an exact date. The series will reportedly film in Atlanta, Georgia, which where one of my favorite shows, The Walking Dead, is currently filming, season 10. The Winter Soldier actor also praised his co-star Anthony Mackie saying, "I have a blast working with Anthony. It's very funny half the time. It's just going to be a lot of that move your seat up thing. I'm going to tell him that if we're going to be in the car, I'm going to be in the passenger seat and he's going to be in the back or I shouldn't be in the driver's seat. Okay. The, I just, is that, did that, does that sound weird? Because I read it verbatim. 
Is that just me? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I got it just fine. <laughs> the Falcon and Winter Soldier both appear in Avengers Endgame. Directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. The film stars Robert. Okay, yeah, so this just goes the fucking down the cast. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of information. You know, I mean, we haven't really, they've been pretty tight-lipped about a lot of these Disney Plus shows. Um, so the the network itself debuts in November of this year. And this show is not going to start filming until October. So this will probably be what debuting after the new year, I'd say at least, you know, into, uh, into, uh, 20, what, 2020. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect, I mean, we'll probably get some teasers before the new year, but I wouldn't expect anything until next year. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. It, it, we're not going to get anything out of them yet. As far as that one goes. No. Because they um, haven't said how many. They, uh, no, what? they haven't said uh, how many episodes. They did say it was a. Uh, it was a limited series, so, I mean, you know, they could probably do like I would say. I'm guessing probably ten episodes. You know, unless they decide to do a, a, a Weiss and Benny off and uh, cut the last season down of the uh, most iconic. Joe in television to six episodes and then shit on everything they've done for the previous seven seasons in like six episodes. They could do. I heard so many disappointed people this morning at work that watched it last night. Yeah. I, 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 um, I haven't seen any like really positive uh, reviews of that last episode or this season. Yeah. I, but we knew that was coming. <laughs> I pretty much watched, um, the whole episode on youtube uh there's a channel this guy uploads it in segments he does the same thing with the walking dead right after it airs um and he's only got eighteen thousand subscribers which is like insane um but yeah i mean and i i don't say that to like it's just amazing because it, it, that for what he does with these shows uploading them you would think there would be more people that would have found this um this channel but yeah, so I, I got to watch like the whole episode in like what um, five to six minute segments. So uh, it was, I mean, it was decent. Um, I have one of my really good friends has watched the show, so I kind of, you know, he fills me in on stuff. You know, I, I tell him I, I don't mind like hearing about it. So, and I watched a couple episodes with him. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I said just watch him on YouTube now, and it's uh. From what I remember uh, from some of these characters, like Daenerys, uh, the dragon, you know, the, the dragon mother, um, it, she's like a completely different character. Um, they just, it's its weird and just doesn't make sense that they would take and ruin, you know, uh, not only the show, but kind of, it, it kind of puts a a damper on, you know, George R. R. Martin wrote this, you know, and this is like a, a lauded, you know, piece of literature. And, you know, these guys just kind of, oh, we got a Star Wars trilogy coming out. So they kind of just take a, you know, just, just throw this to the, to the wind. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really did. At least it came across any of it, you know, but um, they just were like, oh, you know, 
hands clean. Let's go to the net. It's don't, it seems like they don't care at all what kind of product they're putting out there. And everybody hates it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, and that was the thing about it was I don't, uh, I, I didn't, it just, it wouldn't reflect uh, well because, you know, you're, they're signed on to do the Star Wars trilogy, but I mean, you know, as well as I do, how many movies get announced and nothing ever happens. I mean, look, if every Spider-Man movie um, that was announced was ever made, we would have a literal Spider-Verse already. <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, they had, you know, um, Spider-Man 2099 planned. I mean, it was like, uh, I watched a, a video on a YouTube channel called Midnight's Edge, which is a, they do some great videos, uh, really in-depth, uh, great reviews. And they, they did a whole, like a bunch of videos about this. And these are from a couple of years ago um, when, you know, uh, the Andrew Garfield era was kind of wrapping up. And, Lord. Um, yeah, uh, you know, up through, uh, you know, the, with the, all the planned movies, you know, remember the Sony leaks, all the emails, uh, you know, they, they had videos on that stuff. Uh, so it, it was it's just really cool to, you know, to hear this like, oh, wow, this was planned. You know, like at one point you knew Nicolas Cage was planned to be Superman. They went as, right. as so far as to have like a costume fitting for him. Yeah. So this is, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's. A lot of people, you know, if they don't pay attention to this, you know, they might never, you know, they never know this stuff. So, right. It's just, it's kind of crazy that you think just like, what if, you know, what if Nicolas Cage had been Superman? Lord. I mean, it might have made a billion dollars. I mean, look, uh, freaking Captain Meh made a billion (laughs) dollars. But, you know, that, that. Something. Uh, oh, she's something. All right. Now, <laughs> while we're on the topic of cheese, um, you seriously need to uh, you need to uh, watch Unicorn Store so we we can review. I, I that. told you, you're literally. Did you already watch it? I, I almost did last night, and I could not get oh ineb- I could not yeah. get inebriated enough to drag myself to watch it. You're you're gonna have to literally stick pins in my eyelids to keep my eyes open and tie me down just to sit there and watch it. I don't know that I can handle it. I'm not that mature enough to, to be okay watching it. <laughs> it, 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 it looks like I, I've watched trailers and it's like, oh my, I don't. I, I, just, I, don't. I, I just want you to know that whatever you tagged me in this morning, was it this morning or maybe maybe I checked it this morning? I don't really know. It was but, that, yeah, it was last it was last night. It was yeah, it was last night I tweeted that at you. Yeah, so I got it this morning and to the point where I literally threw my phone on my desk and my co <laughs> my coworker was like, What's wrong? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Like <laughs> Oh, this oh it hates me. <laughs> it was because it was the meme. Yeah. It was the tele like, it was it was the teletubby Teletubby standing there looking down. It was Brie Larson with the paint all over her face, matching each color of the Teletubby with the Brazzers logo on it. Yeah, with your comment, we're gonna have to watch this. I'm like, I can't, I cannot. Yes. <laughs> remind me to send you. Remind me to send you the uh, Teletubby meme. That's super inappropriate, but I just, <laughs> I just thought of it. So, anyways, I couldn't help it. Okay, so. Yeah. That was well, horrible, well, though. I was I was not <laughs> pleased with that. God, 
This is why I hate Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. All right. So um, I just got a friend request from somebody named Makish Rathor. Oh, you should see mine. I I just sit in there. Because if you delete it, then they just keep resending it. So I just leave them sitting in my friend request box. I'll I'll send you a screenshot. You'll love it. (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to delete this because I'm going to screenshot and send it to you. Um, we, it says we have one mutual friend and I looked who it is and it's my cousin that, uh, that has a penchant for like friending those weird, like fake profiles. Like it'll be like a girl's picture. And then she has like nothing else in her profile. It's just like some random hot girl with like yeah. all her friends are like these like weird looking dudes who look like they'd friend girls like that. And I have a, uh, Oh, my cousin, God love him. I, I looked when, cause like I got a friend request like that and I just automatically, I'm like, delete. And I looked, this says one mutual friend. I'm like, I have to see who this is. And I click and I'm like, and it happened like two or three times. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, how can I filter these out? <laughs> All right. Oh. So are you, are you ready for a story from the freep.com Michigan's own Detroit free press? Uh, I mean, I guess. Do I have a choice? No, you don't, because this is cosplay lesbians. Okay. Lay it on (laughs) me. And it involves, that's what she said, and it involves Uh, Captain, it involves Captain Marvel. Cosplay proposal, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman get engaged at Motor City Comic Con. And, um. I'm not making fun of this because they are lesbians. Let me get this out of the way first. I am doing this as a rib on Monica because one of them is Captain Marvel. Good, good clarification there. We, we needed that. I have to, I'll preface that with my Seinfeld and say not that there's anything wrong with that because I, I don't care. Um, does not bother me, but I just, when I saw one of them was Captain Marvel, I was like, oh no. When Captain Marvel posed for the camera facing off against Wonder Woman, it appeared to be the usual Marvel vs. DC rivalry at Saturday's Motor City Comic Con. But in this case, the photo session was set up by Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Ashley Van Sickle, as a surprise way to ask Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Deanna Messia, to marry her. The couple from Columbus, Ohio, had been dating for about a year when Van Sickle got the idea to pop the question at Motor City Comic Con, which runs through this Sunday at Novi's Suburban Collection Showplace. Mind you, this article's from last weekend. Like many people attending the convention, Van Sickle 26 and Messiah 25 were dressed in superhero garb. Our whole relationship and lives are based around comic books and superheroes. I mean, you think about it, that's not really a bad basis for a relationship. I mean, let's be real here. You know what I mean? I, you totally cut out. I didn't hear the last, like, 30 seconds of that. I was beat booping? Yeah, well, it just was silent. <laughs> and then I just heard, you know what I mean? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what well, you said. <laughs> well, you know, damn it. It's just, uh, I'll go back one line, then it says, our whole relationship and lives are based around comic books and superheroes, said Van Sickle not long after the proposal, which is cap- which was captured on videotape, and followed by a photo shoot. She's actually the first girl, the first anybody I told about my interest in the comics, said Messiah, who described herself as a big Superman fan who bonded with her father over comic books and Clark Kent sagas like C.W. Smallville. Added Messiah, she gave me the courage to be myself. Uh, Van Sickle said she put about three months of planning into the proposal 
and had been exchanging emails with the professional photographer uh, who was working at Comic-Con this weekend. So that's actually a, a kind of a cool story. Um, Minus you know the character I mean? she chose. I, I can't complain. The girl, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the wonder woman are, uh, the wonder woman I, I like, you know, um, but I'm not a, I'm not a Captain Marvel fan at all. No. And I was going to ask if you went to that or heard anything about it because it was, you know, Detroit's hosted it and all that stuff. But, uh, well, it's actually out in Novi. Um, they have a really nice That's convention they, center. They send here. everything to Novi and they say it's Detroit. Yeah. I was, Eric and I were talking about that because she's, uh, you know, she, she, she's one of those, you know, she says she's from Detroit, but she lived in, uh, in, uh, Pleasant Ridge, which is like two blocks from Detroit. So right. I just remember about it, but no, yeah, this, she said, you know, she's, she's actually been out to that convention center. I've never been there. I've been to Novi, but I've never been there. And she said it's oh, really nice. Yeah. We've been there several um, times. But no, I guess nobody wants to go to Detroit. But I mean, they have a lot of nice venues down there. I, I, I would have thought like, well, I mean, it's not Kobo anymore, really, because that's closed down. So, yeah. but like, there's a lot, you know, there's still uh, different, but I guess, hey, spread the wealth. I would just rather see it go to, uh, go if it's called the Motor City Comic Con, I would just prefer that it be um, in the Motor City. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and Detroit uh, is like, I'm sorry, but it's not half as bad. It's not the worst uh, city in no. Michigan. And they have, like, no. the last 10, 12, 15 years, it's seriously improved so much. I mean, I love going to Detroit and just the riverfront and everything. My cousin got married down there, and uh, it's it's so pretty down there. I was I was in a wedding party and we went for a photo shoot along the uh, the riverfront down there. And I've been down there n- numerous times and it is just yeah. it is it's really nice. You just have to know where to go. I mean, there's still spots where you just stay out of. Yeah, basically. well, I mean, that's with anything. I mean, <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, that's I mean, <clears throat> like the entire city of Flint, but um, or Saginaw. I mean, no, you know, actually, um, I got a offer to uh, to. Um, step back into the ring as uh, not a wrestler but an announcer which i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't wrestle at this point i'm not i wouldn't physically be uh ready for that yet um uh, based on my just my brief cardio the other morning <laughs> near heart shut up and near heart attack that uh, uh that ensued from uh aforementioned cardio but um it was as a ring announcer which i think would be fun but the only issue is um my wife would murder me, so I, I had to turn it down. But you know what? Uh, to actually be uh, thought of, um, even in that, you know, I, I, I could, <clears throat> I know I could get back in the ring right now. Just muscle memory. If I could, you know, be the heel and walk and talk a match right now, as long as nobody wanted me to do anything crazy, I could work a match and be fine and not get blown up and like look like a fat slob out there. Um, uh, ring announcing. Because I could have a few drinks while I do that, so yeah. But let's let's be honest. Um, uh, uh, the fact that I was wrestling never stopped me from having a few drinks either. So. Right. Well, I wasn't going to throw that out there, but you you can. <laughs> oh, I will. I have no qualms about that. And yeah, it, it's well, just. And then there's they're running uh, shows. The the company I sorted for IWE is they run right in my fucking backyard, which is like really difficult. Yeah. But. That, that that makes things a little bit tougher, you know. Um, but you know, they ran. Uh, they, they're doing good things for the, you know, for the town. Gives the kids, you know, something to do. People, something to do. 
Um, and it's run at the uh, Artesia Youth Park, which I have no issue plugging um, because Joe Jean Thompson that runs that is an absolute wonderful, wonderful human being uh, and just a, a great woman. I've known her and her husband, uh, who is actually a football coach, and he's a, a pastor up here at the uh, Wesleyan Church. Um, super good people. Um, and they do she does great things for the kids here in this uh this town in this area as you know kind of needs that yeah so. definitely understatement <laughs> yeah well i just laugh because you know i moved away for uh what six almost six years and <laughs> the first night i'm back here there's a there's a homicide uh shooting oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> you know I, I just it's like oh my god like did it really did, did this just happen like because I was outside and I was, this is before I quit smoking. I'm outside having a cigarette and it's like one o'clock in the morning. I hear all these sirens and stuff. And I'm like, what the heck is all this? You know, like I, I, I'm, you know, I get that every now and then in big rapids, you know, it was a college town. I was like outside of the town, but I could still hear things on camp, like on part of the campus because it wasn't really that far away. Literally I was like a couple, like, probably two minutes away from campus yeah it, it was but we were in like a little it was a really it was like a private uh, cul-de-sac you know there's only like 14 houses in the entire subdivision so it was pretty quiet yeah which after living there i i miss that's one thing i do miss um but speaking of things that you might have to drink to get through we go over to Cosmic Book News, and Kevin Feige confirms plans for real Mandarin in MCU. Ugh. Well, um, <laughs> speaking of backyards, uh, that, that would be a train. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, I hear it. <laughs> it's so loud, I can't, like, it blocks you out. So, okay, it should be done. No, the, the train is actually the third member yes. of our cast. Welcome aboard. Oh. There's, there's its cameo. <laughs> Toot, toot. Yep, makes a cameo appearance at least once an episode. Yeah. Um, there's there's so. a there's a crossing like half a mile from my condo, so they feel the need to excessively <laughs> blow the horn when there's nobody that you know. Whatever. Continue on. It's gone. <laughs> so, cosmic book news. We've got uh, this article about the real Mandarin. Let's go. This is uh, written by Matt McGloin. Okay. Uh, Following John Favreau revealing he jokingly discussed an Iron Man 4 with Kevin Feige. Now, interestingly enough, the Marvel Studios president confirms there are plans for the real Mandarin. While participating in a Reddit AMA, Kevin Feige is asked, Without going into details about developing projects, are there any plans to incorporate the Ten Rings from the first Iron Man or the real Mandarin teased in All Hail the King in the future? Feige replied with only yes. Way back in 2013, saw Ben Kingsley play Trevor Slattery in Iron Man 3, who at first appeared to be a fake Mandarin. But then Marvel Studios released All Hail the King, one shot which seemingly fixed things, restoring Ben Kingsley as the potential real Mandarin, or at least let it be known the real Mandarin is out there somewhere. What do you think about that? I mean, I, I'm uh, I'm kind of mixed on it because if if the whole thing was all a ruse and it really, you know, he's really the Mandarin. I like Ben Kingsley. Um, I think it'd be. 
but you don't have Iron Man, so I mean, what? But, uh, but that's the thing is, it wasn't a ruse. Like they they made that legit. So now to come back and yeah. act like it was, I think, is mm-hmm. a terrible decision. I mean, yeah, because so, we can't really like. I, I'm not really generally in favor of that kind of retconning, right? You know, um, I just I don't I don't really uh, I don't really care for that. Um, but I, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. What, okay. I mean, so he's not. Uh, yeah. There's no words. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not on board with it. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Okay, so the article goes on to say, off the top of my head, maybe the Mandarin could be used in conjunction with the Marvel Studios Disney Plus series in some way. Another possibility could be the upcoming Shang-Chi movie that is in development that may follow Spider-Man Far From Home as the MCU's next movie. Shang-Chi has been rumored to involve some sort of fighting tournament, so maybe the Mandarin is involved somehow. Hmm. <sighs> well, yeah. It, it's, at this point, it's just like they're pulling at straws. Like, oh, what can we go back and kind of tweak and make it seem like this is what we were leading up to and plot, uh, plug something in there, you know? But Yep. And so the last paragraph says, regarding the possibility of an Iron Man 4, it would obviously be without Robert Downey Jr., which would be a big bummer, but the Avengers Endgame setting up alternate realities and the multiverse, maybe the MCU eventually get a new actor's Iron Man. Um, I just really don't um, don't want to see Riri Williams. That's <laughs> I I fucking don't want that. I don't think really anybody wants that. And her comic book numbers, the the numbers uh, the, of books that that sells, uh, are proof that nobody wants to see uh, Riri Williams uh, in the MCU as Ironheart. Yeah, I, and honestly, I feel like they'll. If they were going to go anywhere with it, I feel like they were going to do the Iron Lad with with showing the dude at the the funeral. Yep. I feel like that uh, yeah, that was a pretty yep. big uh, teaser, you know, with him. The, yeah. So it it makes sense to me to put him in as that if they're going to go that route. I kind of wish that they wouldn't, but yeah, it, it seems like that's that's what way they're going to roll with it. Yeah, he's he's more. It would be more acceptable with him as Iron Lad, I think, just because he's already had the interaction with Tony Stark. You, you know what I mean? Right. And and I don't see them just bringing him in as a funeral. You know how many how many people did Tony Stark you know come across that weren't there? So I feel like his his reasoning for being in that funeral scene um, in Endgame was a bigger one than what they're letting on right now. Yeah, and to me, it's not that I'm I'm going nuts over Iron Man three and saying that they had the best chemistry in the world, or Tony looked at him like a father figure. I think Tony felt bad for him, but at the ultimately, the kid was kind of a means to an end for him um, because he was. But by the end of it, obviously, his his gift back to him was a sign of appreciation and gratitude, and that he did care for him. Because he did have that, uh, his whole redemption arc as a uh, as a caring person, you know. By the end of Iron Man three, right? Uh, you know, the character had come, you know, kind of come full circle in that respect. Um, is the man is Tony Stark the man? I, I would say anyway. Um, 
unless you think, I mean, am I, am I off? No, there no, or? I agree. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, I, that's, that's the thing that I would like about that. If they decided to go that route, uh, in the MCU yeah. would be to see him, uh, as opposed to a, uh, a, a Riri Williams, um, yeah, it that, just it makes it, it that it almost makes it okay for me. Almost again, yeah. I wish they would just leave it alone and let it be, but they're not going to obviously. Exactly. So yep. because they're they're keeping they're keeping happy involved, right. um, which which kind of um, makes me wonder: is he going to be in charge of Stark? Because Gwyneth Paltrow is done with the MCU. She she said that prior to Endgame's release. That she was done. Yeah. So are they are they moving? Um, I forgot about that. So are they going to recast, or is she just going to kind of be like a shadow figure? You know what I mean with uh, with her their daughter. Um, and then, but this is the other thing: might they be setting up for the daughter to be, you know, Ironheart or you know? Um. Well, you I, see, that's the other thing too. Is that that whole teaser where she had that little mask on? You know, yep. I'm, I'm like, but see, th- those in my head are all like, oh, that's, that's, you know, something right there. Like, that's something right there. You know, when I was watching that movie, so especially the second time through, um, that exactly. I don't know a lot of people uh, picked up on it either, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, I could see that. And I would be okay with her, I guess. It just, yep, it with just, the daughter. yeah, it just depends on how they direct the character. Um, I mean, if she's just this, some little foofy, like, just there to make a scene kind of thing, then I'm not okay with it. But if they, if they kind of take her on as like the role that Tony had then, or at least somewhat of it, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, uh, I tell you what, uh, what I'm not okay with is, um. Is, uh, is is Cadaver Danvers moving forward in her role? Um, so what I think we need to do right now is we are going to stroll on over here to Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and we're going to update our Captain Meh audience score. 56. Still sitting, still sitting at 56% for Captain Meh. So... Yeah, that's that's still the lowest rated uh, MCU movie, I, I believe. Um, I, you know, let me let me double check that because I want to fact check myself here. I, I want to so, know how, as a producer and director and part of the MCU universe, how how are you uh, not aware at how bad that movie was, and why on God's earth is she so dang protected? It, that still bothers me. I, I need it, answers really to these do. questions. They like keep me up at night. <laughs> it, it really does. You know what? Um, Thor: The Dark World is a seventy-six percent audience. A bad score. movie. I mean, it, it, it was. It was just. It was dry. Um, I mean, I, I can find little things to like about it, but it's it's one of my. It's not one of my. You know, top ten or you know, not even top 15 MCU movies. Right. Um, but um, it, it wasn't, I mean, it, it's, it's not Captain Marvel bad. It's not. No, it, it, it is not. I'll take There's that, that, that 10 times in a row versus Captain Marvel. Yep. yep. And, you know, I was, I was gonna, 
I was like, should I watch? Should I watch that again the other day? And then I went and I turned the stove on and I shoved my head in the stove and I slammed the door really <laughs> on my face. Oh, God, I wish you could see my face before I knew that's where you're going. <laughs> oh, God, I thought I was going to have to, like, call paramedics to your house and be like, he ain't right. There's something wrong with him. No. No. God almighty. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not right, but I'm not that wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a horrible movie. I I don't even know that I could. Ugh, I, I no. Mm-mm. So speaking of horrible movies, um, we can kind of we're gonna get we're gonna get away from the MCU here before we go over and talk a little bit of DC, um, because there's some big big DC news that's happened the last couple of days, but we're going to talk about star Wars episode nine real quick here, just for a fleeting moment, because I've, uh, I, I, all this stuff that's been coming out about this movie and one faithful YouTuber who gets his star Wars news from the future. Have, have I told you, have I told you about, about Mike zero? No, no idea. Mike zero actually <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to knock him personally, Okay, he's just, he's kind of funny, he's Canadian, he just has a different, he's kind of like, I don't know, he, he does a lot of videos, I mean, he's got a ton of subscribers, he's like, you know, 100, north of like 150, maybe 200,000 subscribers on uh, on YouTube, um, but he's just, he says, you know, subscribe for, for future Star Wars content, and we're always joking around calling it Star Wars content from the future. <laughs> you know, so it's like he's he's you know he's got a time machine because he seems to like report all these things that are like if it's barely news he'll try to stretch it into a video, and um, I, I've been watching a lot of his videos, and some he's he's been on on some of the stuff, um, but it was just kind of funny because one of the videos I was watching the other day they talked about all these different sets, and you know how we call Captain Marvel she's a Mary Sue character, yeah. Uh, Rick, Ray from Star Wars is the biggest Mary Sue character that I can, you know, her, she and Captain Marvel kind of rival each other. But the only difference is the actress that portrays Ray, Daisy Ridley, seems like, honest to God, like a lovely human being. Yeah. Um, she, tr- she truly does. Um, so I just, when I, it's, I straight, like, I don't go after her. It's the character. Brie Larson just seems like a shitty person who smells like cat litter. Um, <laughs> Like yeah, Cecil said, like, yeah, like like Cecil said, uh, uh, she's America's ex-wife, and I said that actually on it was another thread, and I, I don't know if I sent you that screenshot, but it was it was a Marvel, it was another Marvel page, and it was like, what was your favorite mo- part of Avengers? And I was like, when Thanos punched America's ex-wife out of the movie. <laughs> that was uh, that was my. Um, that was my that was my comment. Uh, I know again, I was really shocked, but uh, it did not get any adverse reaction. Um, and I wasn't even I wasn't even just trolling. I was serious. That was like one of my favorite parts of the movie was when yeah after she after she no sold that fucking headbutt, uh, he took that power stone out and just punched her right in the mush and her and <laughs> her let me talk to your manager haircut. Oh, yeah, it was it was my one of my highlights too it was like okay she's she's done like leave her go away but yeah yeah and then so but somebody was inevitably because like somebody else said something about that um after me and then somebody commented on theirs uh they got oh yeah right after she split his ship in half like nothing but fuck me right oh my god 
I was like, why don't you just, why don't you just call him a bigot or a misogynist and get it over with? Yeah. Just go, just, just go right to incel while you're at it. Right. You know? <laughs> oh. But you know, that they're, they're still like the Marvel pages are still like putting out, like I saw one the other day. Well, of course they're getting close to like the Captain Marvel Blu-ray release. So they're, they're trying to start up the hype machine again, but it's just not there. It, um, no, it's not going to be ever. Like, I have not come across one person that has actually enjoyed Captain Marvel. You know, I, I met I, I met a couple, and, um, you know, I know a couple of people, just, you know, uh, friends of mine that, you know, went to, and they were like, you know, it was, it was fine for, you know, but they don't gush over it like they do the other movies. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, it was cool. You know, it had, you know, basically the equivalent of saying it was like, you know, it was flashy and, you know, it had some explosions and, you know, fight scenes, which is some people, that's all they look for. And, you know, that's fine. You know, and this is, this is my point about this movie because after I watched it, you know, I said it was a, uh, it was a five out of 10. It's a popcorn flick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one, it's one that you watch and you're never going to watch it again. You're just going to forget about it. Um, because this movie didn't break any glass ceilings. The, there's really nothing memorable in it. The, the, it's all just a bunch of retcon that makes no sense based on the canon that the MCU laid down. So right. I, I, I really, you know, and the character was not well received um, in, in Endgame. I mean, there, there's a reason they limited her screen time. <laughs> I know. I was, I, I was really terrified that they weren't going to. Honestly, I'm scared that she was going to get a lot of screen time and I was nervous. You know, and, and that was too. And that's, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't want like one character to like sully what was a, you know, a, an 11 year buildup, you know, you're, you all these, you know, 20, 21 movies into this saga. And it's like one character comes in and just like ruins everything. Right. I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's bad when you have to cheer for uh, cheer for the uh, the bad guy over one of the supposed heroes, just because the hero <laughs> is that bad. the hero is that just bland. You just can't stand it. The cheese stick. <laughs> uh, so we. But uh, that's ten times worse for me because I don't like cheese. So I know, I know. All right. So we're going to uh, we do right now before we move over to some DC talk. And by when I said DC talk, I do not mean the uh, the Christian rock group uh, from the '90s. So um, yeah, I meant uh, DC Universe uh, with the Batwoman, the first look, the CW trailer. Do you have that queued up, Monica? Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I say that. Hold on. While you're while you're queuing that up, <laughs> you you can send us an email at the place to be reviews at mail dot com. You can reach out on Twitter at the place to be re one on Twitter. The place to be reviews. Also, the place to be reviews on Facebook. Check that Facebook page out. One of us is constantly posting stuff on there, so you can message us there, comment, like, share the page recommend it to your friends give us a rating a five star of course because we are both five star people we are just awesome and you love that's why you're listening place to be reviewed (laughs) so okay i'm ready 
Are you ready? All right, so counter is at zero and pressing play now. There's a freaking train coming by. Are you kidding me? So we start out, and this this trailer is, uh, it looks like visually all right. Whoa. Until right there, the bat's not coming back. And right here, of course, we have, uh, you know, one one henchman's not going to. Uh, ugh. <laughs> this this looks like this looks like Harley Quinn on smack. And here's Ruby Rose. Oh boy. Yeah, see, I mean, this right here, I don't care. Cool, you know? I mean, at least they're, like, good-looking lesbians. Awesome. <laughs> very very non-realistic. Um, so, right here, she, like, did you see that, like, little move she did? It was, like, <laughs> like the little whip and nae move. Um, yeah. <laughs> these, the fight scenes with her are kind of funny, though, because, like, I mean, she's, like, what, all of, like, 20 pounds, so... It's, I would, I would, if I was them, I would make her really, really rely heavy on like martial arts or gadgets to make it more plausible than like her just standing and going toe to toe with like somebody that yeah. weighs her by 200 pounds. Right. It would make more sense at least. And, and this part right here. Okay. The, um, the young kid, uh, Wayne security, this, this gets me. Isn't he from Jurassic Park, Jurassic World? Uh, no, that's not him. This, I know you're thinking, oh, that's not him. But this part when she's like, you know, uh, the suit, you know, the suit's not, the, the suit's literal perfection. It will be once it fits a woman. Oh, God. This, the wife said the same thing. She was like, are you kidding me? No. Like, and then, uh, and then her whole, I'm not going to let, uh, let a man take credit for a woman's work. It's like, um, you just took all of Bruce Wayne's stuff, all of his gadgets, all of his tech, everything, uh, and you're you're using that to further yourself. So aren't you kind of taking credit for his stuff? You're using, you know, it doesn't really, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And right here, the hero we need is her. They ca they had to really copy that Captain Marvel thing. Did you know? Did you notice that? Yeah, I yeah. tried to. Ugh. Ugh. This, so. this is not going to be good. What is that? I, I don't think I, I don't I don't think the show will last. But I don't know. Supergirl has somehow eked along for what five seasons now? Four because or five. They did. They did how many like episodes where they converted with the Flash and Arrow and yep. crossovers and all that. So yeah. I mean, that's at least six episodes right there yep so yeah i, I you know i i haven't brought myself to watch season four of the flash yet i'm i haven't either i think i'm halfway through the third season i, I um my uh my mother-in-law bought uh trey season three because he loves the flash um yeah she bought him season three uh and we watched season one and two on netflix and they've got up through i think season four on there now um, but everybody in uh, one of the group,
groups I'm in has basically told me that like season four just gets like super woke and you know all SJW'd out. It, I mean, I could I kind of already see it going down that route. Yeah, um, but I, I just you, I well go ahead. Do you think it's gonna last much longer now that Arrow's done? I don't see I, them lasting another season. I I don't know if it if it could sustain itself without. The, the the crossovers and stuff i don't know um i really want grant i, I kind of hope it ends selfishly to see if grant gustin can jump over and land the the role in the dceu as the flash yeah because to me um with that little creeper weirdo ezra miller being gone um you know, I just, I just watched another interview with him um, because I was watching some Justice League footage and stuff last night. Because so why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> it had been so long since I'd watched uh, the Steppenwolf battle at the end of Justice League and when he fights the Amazons. It had, it's been at least a year and a way, about a year since I've watched it, if not longer. I mean, I watched it obviously like, right after it came out and I was just like, oh God, it was so disappointing because I'm like, you know, I'm a huge like Batman fan and I, I love the flash and yeah, I just, I never liked Ezra Miller. Um, ben Affleck, I, I got, I got by the initial, not liking him at first, but it was just, ugh, it's just, that movie was bad. Like Steppenwolf was such a horrible, horrible villain. Yeah absolutely horrible um just there was like the cgi was so bad there was no expression like it was just dry he was so stupid like you know when superman came in at the end and just it was like what this guy's not even like they didn't even need anybody else i think it was superman (laughs) yeah but that's how i feel about most of those movies and shows so so this this batwoman the the views are at three million six hundred ninety thousand two hundred forty three, and it's at sixty one thousand likes. And I am one of the two hundred thirty two thousand that disliked it. Well, I'm one of the ones that viewed it, which I would not have if you didn't make me. So, just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> um, but that's the thing that that it's really tricky because. If you hate on it, people automatically jump to the conclusion of you're hating on it because it's two females, you know, and they're gay and all that stuff. But that's not the case. Like, it's a really bad portrayal of characters right now. And, like, superhero, I mean, it's not going to be good. So. No. No. Um. Yeah. This yeah, it's just I don't know. Like I don't uh, I don't dislike Ruby Rose as an actress. Um, I just uh, this just doesn't look like a very good show. No, Um, not not at all. Um, Yeah, I think Supergirl's on its way out, honestly, because they're talking about doing a uh, another Superman show. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna kind of like she's going to, her show will go away and they'll probably still find some way to use her on there. I'm sure. Um, but I don't see them. There's been, I, I, and this is, this is kind of, I don't know if you call it conjecture. I have no idea or I don't think they would ever try to move her into the DCEU. Um, I, I, I know. And it's kind of like, 
I mean, as a female myself, I, it's kind of like disappointing because you want that like good, strong female character and you know, to be the one that's like coming in and, you know, hanging with the, the dudes, but they're just doing it so badly. <laughs> it's almost like, okay, just stop trying, you know, like just, just don't put any more effort into it because it's almost embarrassing. I know. And that's the thing is like Wonder Woman got it right. Yeah. Wonder Woman got it right. And it's like, you know, so many other movies before that got it right. You know, we've talked about Alien and we've talked about Terminator and, you know, Resident Evil and, you know, um, all that stuff. You know, it, uh, what was that? Underworld with uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. It, it's it, it, There's so many other franchises have got it right with just amazing female characters, just powerful female leads that no matter man or woman uh, in the audience, you can buy into them as the protagonist because they're just a well-written character that doesn't rely on their gender to prop them up because they're just a great, a well-written and well-developed character. And, and <clears throat> that, that to me, it, it doesn't matter what you, you know, if they're a man, woman, gay, I don't care. Just give me a good character and a good story. And right. I'll probably buy what you're selling. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, you want to back that and like, you want to, you know, be this advocate for this new superhero coming in and like taking care of business and stuff, but they're just not giving it any chances to. I mean, I would love to have backed Captain Marvel and been like, look at this badass female, like, you know, coming into the MCU, but I I can't even, no, there's no way, no way, can't do it. So yeah, instead I'll stick with my boys. (laughs) And that's the thing too. Is like, is being a, especially like a white guy is is like, um, yeah, I get I get shit just because, um, you know, I, oh, you just you're you know you're just a freaking white you know white supremacist, blah 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, I get shit know, for it, and I'm like, well, like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, no, I just don't like the character and the she because nobody really likes Captain Marvel. Like, it's not a popular character. And the freaking, you know, she can't sell books. Um, you know, the people went to see it because it was right before Endgame and because it had that big Marvel logo on it. Yep. So, it, you know that that was uh, that was it. It's just, um, and then they used like I said, it's it's the the fact that it's a a female led movie is like a built in excuse. If uh, right. If you don't like it, you're you're a misogynist. You know, you're a sexist. Well, I actually got hate on it because it wasn't the prince and princess storyline that Disney produces. I'm yeah. like, you gotta be shitting me. I said, I'm not. I don't like, you know, rom coms, romance movies. Like, they're not my thing. They really aren't. Like, plenty of females like them. That's great. That's fine. I did not go into Captain Marvel expecting that out of that movie but that's not why i'm disappointed in the movie itself or the character like i i wasn't and they you know they bring up the fact that you're i'm so used to a man coming in to save the day that i couldn't allow this female character to do that and i'm like but (laughs) that's not what it is like i mean i'm all for her doing it by herself and you know like saving the world and all that cool shit but she's just it was horrible. It had nothing to do with the freaking Prince Charming story. Like, are you kidding? Oh. Yeah. 
no, I, I, uh, I just really, um, I don't know. I, it's just one of those things where it, it's just, it, like, I don't, I can't even, I'm, I just get angry because it's yeah. so protected. It's so protected, the movie. And it's just like this insulated package of just weirdos and cretins around it that are just like incel, bigot, racist, sexist, alt-right, troll, bot. If you don't like the movie, it's like, no, it just wasn't a good movie. It wasn't well-written. The directors don't know, and the writers didn't know anything about superheroes. The The lead actress is a plank. She's like a sheet of freaking plywood. <laughs> uh, you know, Jude Law was, and Ben, ben Mendelsohn was the best thing in that movie, in my opinion. Um, I absolutely love Ben Mendelsohn uh, as director Krennic in Rogue One. And I think he was really uh, kind of a scene stealer in this movie. Um, but it doesn't take much to steal a, steal a scene. <laughs> yeah, the cat, opposite, the cat did that. So Yeah, when you're opposite a sheet of plywood. Right. Uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't get all the, uh, I don't, you know that that's the one good thing about it. But aside from that, <clears throat> it just wasn't a good movie. There's there's nothing. Nobody's gonna look back on that movie and be like that shattered the glass ceiling. No, that's a quintessential. That's a quintessential movie in the in the MCU experience. Like if you, if you don't see any other MCU movie, you have to see Captain Marvel. No, no, no. Um. So, but we're gonna we're gonna jump. Uh, See, we went from DC right back to Captain Marvel. <laughs> I know. Why do you oh, keep Robin. talking about her? It's ruining my night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just uh, so Robert Pattinson. Um, oh I want God. to talk about him as as the Bat um, because, as I said, like you know, the Batman movies and everybody said this already because I'm not a big Robert Pattinson fan. Um, I've seen him in. I've seen two. I've seen two of the Twilight movies. Um, and that That's was all two more than I have. It was, it was bad. I suffered through two of them. Um, it was one of those, it was, it was Satan's fault, not mine. Um, but so, I mean, those obviously, and I've watched a couple of interviews. He like hates those movies, which is okay, cool. They made you a shitload of money and they actually made you famous basically. Um, but he's got 39 total acting credits. I mean, some of his other, he was in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which I did. I've seen one harry potter movie so i don't i don't know oh, i'm all about harry potter so yeah, but I, I, I never never got into those i'm i'm not a fan of him at all yeah i don't did he have a major role it was the goblet of fire did he have a major role in that i don't know i don't even remember what he was in like i don't remember yeah, seeing him that movie he was probably a minor character then that movie came out 14 years ago wait was he oh I'm gonna have to Google it now because it's gonna bug me. I think I know who he was. Um, I had his IMDb up when I was when I was looking this stuff up, um, but he was in uh, just some of his other, I guess, major roles. Uh, Little Ashes in 2008, Remember Me in 2010, uh, Water for Elephants in 2011, uh, Cosmopolis, which is a a Cronenberg movie. Um, Bella me and uh, the Batman is scheduled for 2021 um, and he's slated to do this trilogy um, and by then because you're talking the first release is 2021 they're probably gonna do two years in between uh, at least and then you gotta figure they're going to um, 
they're going to look, uh, they're going to have to look to see what Marvel's releasing and when as to when they release these movies, because DC, uh, remember when they tried to go head up with, uh, the Avengers? Yeah. How that worked. That was, they released it. It was, then... it, was it was, uh, justice league and civil war yeah. and they, they moved. It wasn't the Avengers. It was well. Civil War may as well have been a, a right, right. But they um they moved uh, Justice League. Uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers uh, backed off on that one because they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to go head up with uh, with Marvel on that. Yeah, but they talked all that shit right up until when it. it they moved it like May, the month before, wasn't it? Yeah. Or it was like two or and three then, weeks before it was supposed to come out. Yep, and then uh, and then it had the. Uh, like one of the biggest uh, first to second weekend drops in box office in, in a long time. So it was not a, uh, it was not a very well received film because I, I can sit there and I can watch it and just kind of, if I want to just turn my brain off, you know, I can, because there's some, I mean, you got, you got Gail Godot, you got Jason Momoa. I mean, it's, you know, uh, say what you want about Cavill is Superman. Um, I, I liked him. I kind of wish he was still playing the role, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, he, you know, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with that. You know, that, that really kind of, yeah. Kind of boggles my mind too. Um, it's funny that you brought up when they were going to release that movie. Cause my friend literally just sent me, Oh God, not that one. Hold on. Um, she sent me a, a thing on Instagram that says uh, it's a DC post, and it says "Son of Krypton versus Son of Odin." Who you got? And it's Thor against uh, what's his face. I have to send you this. Superman. Yeah. Kal El. Yeah. So, of you know, and she's a big DC. So I'm like, well, of course you know who I have. But yeah, I just thought that was funny that you brought that up because I just got that picture. <laughs> I would like to say Thor. But I, well, I'm Superman, gonna say Thor just because I'm MCU. So I know, I know, and that's very tough for me because I Superman. I literally just I have disdain for the character of Superman. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I just, I don't like. It's not, not one of my, uh, not one of my favorite characters at all. Um, never, never been a Superman fan. Oh, you sent me that picture. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah, and I would like. I would like to see Thor just lop his head off a storm. <laughs> right. I mean, to be honest with you, I would really love that. Uh, no, I just, uh, I don't like, I, I enjoyed the, the, um, like the, the Christopher Reeves, you know, Superman movies, but I mean, it's like a character in the comics and stuff like that. I was, I was happy when doomsday killed him. Um, I was, I'm a dick though. I mean, I was just happy. Like I was like, yes, finally asshole's dead yeah superman you cocky prick no um <laughs> i'm such i'm such a dick no um it's it's totally acceptable so speak, though i know i know uh speaking of uh bad bad um we were talking about we're in the middle of talking about robert pattinson as the new batman yeah do you, do you know Stewart what Band. no <laughs> Kristen Stewart fans want her cast as Catwoman alongside Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like, did they not make enough bad movies together? 
Why are they trying to do this again? You want to talk about a, a wooden actress with like yeah, that's no okay. Rain. So I'm I'm fairly I'm fairly com- you know that's how she is like even off camera like in interviews and everything she's that exact same way and she like yeah. she seems to be like really sweet person but <sighs> and she'll tell you like she doesn't realize that she's coming off that way or that's her like defense that she goes to if she's nervous or uncomfortable or something like that but I'm like you're you literally have no emotion I don't understand how you're getting paid all this money to be an actress when you have no emotion like that's the whole point of acting but no my legit Kristen Stewart Robert Pattinson and uh Brie Larson in my head I swear to you are a little like cheese sticks that were spawned out of a cardboard family and they all just kind of flock together. Like, that is my legit description of them. Because that's all they are. Yeah. It, I... it's, it's bad. They're going to... It's. I don't... I don't agree with Robert Pattinson being... Pattinson being um, Batman. And I certainly don't agree with... Uh, What's-her-face? Kristen Stewart coming on board also. Like... <laughs> You made one bad decision enough. Like, why? I don't understand what they're doing. I, uh, I this is just um, her fans wanting uh, to see this happen. It, this is not uh, anything that has been um, uh, hammered out in in, in uh, stone. You know, they're not they're not in yeah. talks. Could you imagine? No. Oh God. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh my God. I do not want to. That would be worse than Holly Berry as Catwoman. <laughs> I, is I mean, it, Holly, I, Berry, Holly Berry was fucking horrible. Is, and Holly Berry I, I, is goddamn one of the most beautiful women on earth. I mean, Holly Berry is just beautiful, but she was horrible as Catwoman. That yeah. was like, that movie was fucking just, that was garbage. That was, uh, oh my god! Like I think Sharknado Four was better than that one. <laughs> I'm so glad that you watched all the Sharknado movies. <laughs> oh, that's that in my house. That's that's an event. Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah, Sharknado, no. Shark, Sharknado was an event, man. That is especially when they started doing like the Star Wars theme stuff with it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we um, I was working in the ER on night shift and it was shark week and it was like the only channel we could get on that TV down there. And it was like Sharknado and the doctor I was working with was like, no, we are not watching this. I'm like, you can get out. Like we are watching Sharknado. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm glad to know that you uh, struggled through that one too, but I love Sharknado. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't struggle through those. I watched those happy as hell. Like. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're, I mean, they're the best. Oh God, yeah, I I love those movies. Are you kidding me? Like I said, I was uh, I was like that is that is one uh, that is one series of movies that I don't care. I can never get enough of those. Yeah. Well, they'll keep okay. producing them. So. <laughs> you know, and it's great too because, uh, what's her name? Tara Reid like yeah. finally has like I I feel like she's finally went to rehab. Um, she maybe got her implants straightened out because those bitches were all like off kiltered. Um, that poor girl, like, do you, you do not, you're probably too young to remember her show called Terradice. Oh, I remember you? hearing it. Okay. So 
Teradice was on E. It was like uh, Brooke Burke had a show called like I don't know. She like traveled around and just went to like you know beautiful uh, locations and like vacation spots. And yeah, um, Tara Reed took over for her and had a show called Teradice, and she proceeded to just get blindingly falling down drunk on TV, like on episodes and like one, like her, her boob fell out. And <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it, 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 was, it was, she was a fucking hot mess, like a train wreck and the show got canceled. That was like almost as bad as, uh, who was the other one that, uh, Anna Nicole Smith had a show. Oh yeah. On, uh, on there. Uh, that was, that was funny because at the time she was like as big as a whale. And she got stuck in her bathtub in one episode. I mean, it was like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, are you really putting this on TV? Like, you're doing this? And you wonder why I don't pay for cable. Yeah. Um, ugh. So, okay, here. We're on uh, bounding, bounding into Comics here. And before I get into that, I want to kind of go back to Star Wars for a minute. Because we are at the uh, the 20th anniversary of the release of The Phantom Menace, uh, which was the first of the prequel trilogy of Star Wars films that George Lucas wrote and directed himself. Um, the Phantom Menace was – it got a lot of hate because of Jar Jar Binks, and fans called it a letdown. But then all these years later, a movie called The Last Jedi came along – and some people will say it split the fan base, but it made a, what else it did was because it was an absolute fucking dumpster fire of a movie. That's why my house we referred to it as the last dumpster fire. It made people appreciate the Phantom Menace a little bit more and realize that, you know, it really wasn't so bad because the Phantom Menace gave us Liam Neeson portraying Qui-Gon Jinn, who is one of the coolest Jedi. Uh, he is what they like to call a gray Jedi. And I'm going to teach you all this Star Wars stuff. Um, Monica, you're gonna learn. I, I'm this. slowly learning. He was uh, he was uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, who I know you, you're familiar with that name. Yeah. Um, Qui Gon was Obi Wan's uh, Jedi, like he was his his trainer, uh, his mentor. Um, you know, and Obi Wan was his Padawan learner. Uh, so it, it was it was a really nice relationship. And speaking of Obi Wan, in the prequels, thank you. We got you and McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi, and he is. He was amazing. Uh, I loved Ewan McGregor and Moulin Rouge. He was freaking great in that movie. Uh, I don't care. You make fun of me for it. Um, he was. He was really good. Uh, and the dude can sing. Um, <laughs> but seeing him play Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, he was by by the the third film, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, he had completely like owned they owned that character. Uh, and I, to this day, and fans still clamor for an, a standalone Obi-Wan Kenobi movie with Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan because he's only in his mid-40s and he could still play the role um, and do it really well because he still looks good. You know, he's physically, uh, he's very still, he's physically in good shape. So it's like he could play this role still. Um, you know, um Another thing, uh, the the prequels gave us Padme Amidala, so that gave us Luke and Leia's wife, uh, or wife, their, their mom. <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, you're I'm really tell, losing me. <laughs> you, you, can, you can tell I'm, get, I'm getting tired. Uh, no, Luke and Leia's mom uh, was Padme, you know, uh, Anakin, 
uh, Skywalker or Darth Vader, you know, had the uh, you know married Padme in secret because Jedi were not allowed to marry. Uh, it also introduces to Darth Maul, the uh, uh, he's just one of the coolest Sith lords. Uh, you know who Darth Maul is, Monica? No. You know, just look up Darth Maul. He's uh, actually it's like one of Trey's favorite characters. He's really wicked looking, uh, and he's got a dual bladed uh, red lightsaber. Um, okay. So yeah, just, okay. Um, you know, it, the Phantom Menace introduced us to the 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 planet of Coruscant, which is like a full city. Uh, the city takes up the entire planet and it's like it's built up and the higher up you go in these different levels of the city the more money you have when you get down to the street level it's like the commoners and stuff like that um you know the phantom menace introduces to the the jedi council you know something we'd only heard about uh, in passing remarks in the movies or um in the comics or the extended uh the extended universe the novels uh, which there are some great star wars novels out there um so it it was it was really cool. The planet of Naboo, where Padme Amidala and um, she Palpatine, who would go on to become the Emperor or Emperor Palpatine, their home planet of Naboo. The design of the ships, uh, the planet itself, the buildings. It was very very cool. Um, and the uh, the really another cool thing about the the prequel trilogy is. I've watched all the featurettes and seen how the models for the cityscapes are built. And they just, they put so much time and effort into handcrafting these. It was just really cool to see. So it just, uh, 20 years, 20 years later, I just really have an appreciation for how good this movie was. Your kid likes this. He's scary as shit. (laughs) Oh yeah. Trey Trey loves Darth Maul. He's so creepy. I didn't realize that was his name, but yeah, I've seen him multiple times. Yeah. Yep, and that's no. uh, that that is one of the greatest lightsaber duels right there, and that's actually when uh, Darth Maul kills uh, Qui Gon Jinn, and what are this you was even a bit saying? Of... <laughs> I'll work <laughs> on it. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I swear. So you're gonna have to go to YouTube, and uh, if you don't just watch the movie, if you want to see a really cool lightsaber battle, it's a really just great choreographed no, scene. No, I'm gonna watch the movie. I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right, so just watch The Phantom Menace because I basically watched uh, all the fight scenes and stuff from Venom. I'm, I'm today. waiting for you to tell me which ones I have to watch, like in the order I need to watch them because okay. I just, got really just confused. Start with, start with the prequels. Watch The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith first. Watch the, the, the prequel trilogy first. Okay. And then go back and watch A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Okay. Well, and and if you really want to get technical, <laughs> in between in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, watch Rogue One, a Star Wars story, because that kind of it's like basically Star Wars three point five. It fits in between Revenge of the Sith and uh, and, and A New Hope. Lord, okay, yeah. I'll write it down. Okay, and I can email that to you. Just text it to you. Too, yeah, so. I've been waiting. You told me that like three weeks ago. So. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now. <laughs> How, how's that oh, no. uh, new laptop you got there? Uh, don't start with me. Don't start with me. I, I'm so bad. 
Yeah, I'm so bad with that. I need that. I got to get that in the GoPro before the Comic-Con, which actually we haven't plugged yet. June 14th, 15th, and 16th, the place to be reviews will be at Houghton Lake Con, the first annual Houghton Lake Con. Uh, I couldn't be more excited about that. Um, my first uh, four into cosplay because my, my one at Halloween got derailed because of the head shaving and Trey got sick. So uh, I couldn't don my Count Dooku outfit, which would have been the last opportunity I had to do that because I had hair then uh, that actually looked like a 70-year-old man's hair, so it worked better. <laughs> which yeah. Count Dooku was portrayed by the late, great Christopher Lee. Um, Count Dooku is my favorite Star Wars character, by the way. Um, he was a, uh, he started out as a Jedi, which, you know, the Jedi are the good guys. And uh, he left the Jedi Order and became a Sith, a very powerful uh, Sith uh, Lord and apprentice to Darth Sidious, uh, or Emperor Palpatine is his regular name. Uh, but yeah, and uh, he ended up getting his head cut off eventually. But oh, good. It was, yeah, but he's, he's a really, like, the, the, the TV show, The Clone Wars, uh, brought a lot more depth to that character than the movies did. Um, because he's kind of, like, in the movies, they don't really have enough time to to give yeah. them the development and care they did in the Clone Wars show, which is when I really, um, really kind of got into more of his backstory and stuff like that. Um, That's why so I'm kind of excited about the, the Falcon show with Bucky. And, yes, yes. Because it's that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, it'll, especially with uh, with Falcon, because we, I mean, we know little, little bits of of you know falcon but we haven't really got as much time with him as we have with a lot of these guys so right right but he's such an epic part of like the the universe there that it's it's kind of weird like you don't really know anything about him but yet he's this major role you know yep. so yeah you know and i watched um like i said you're watching uh winter soldier the other night and uh the, the in today in the post credit scene with uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, um, it's uh, it, it's like um, I just why 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 weren't why why I still why isn't Scarlet Witch where where Captain Meh is that bothers me that I just don't know. that really that really Elizabeth like, Olsen is so good in that too like as that role I know, so I know. I know, I, yeah. I that I just I have a huge thing for her. So I, I know, know you do, but, <laughs> but okay, I mean, back just... back back to the Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, soundtrack. Um, I, yeah, this... I'm ex- I'm excited to. I hope I get to come up there for it because I'm gonna be pissed that I don't get to wear my my costume. I know, and this is one thing that scares me is like if you're there like with me, you know, we'll be both be in costume. So like, okay, we're both MCU characters. I'm gonna be Nick Fury. Do you want to know what's going to terrify me is how many Captain Marvels are going to be there? And I don't want my picture taken with somebody in Captain Marvel attire. Oh, then I will freaking bust out security and be like, move along. Like we don't know. (laughs) I got that handled. I'm not that Nick Nick Fury. I've already got the eye patch on. No. No. I'm like, Captain who? No. Right. Exactly. What? (laughs) Um, No, but. Yeah, the, I'm. I mean, I'm not telling you. I'm just gonna show up in it and hope that you know who it is. If not, we probably can't be friends anymore. But you should know. So I'm excited. I hope so. 
No. It's an MCU character, obviously. You know, I didn't okay. do... I've only done, like, two or three. Because one year following... Did you see I was Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> um, I don't have seen that one. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. I'll yeah. have to look. That was, that was a hand, handcrafted one, so... Okay. No, no uh, Toy Story characters this time around. I'm, I'm going to do MCU. But, okay. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so, to kind of round this back in, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's June 14th, 15th, and 16th. You can check out. Uh, I will share the link again on the Facebook page um, for the Houghton Lake Con. We will share that again so our listeners can. And we will tweet that to... Um, so you can uh, you can take note of that if you're interested in you're in the uh, not even in the area if you'd like to travel to come to it um, yeah. because it uh, we want we want to make this uh, we want to make this a uh, an annual thing here uh, so I I'm, think I'm uh, gonna try to travel it's like I don't know how many states away five six four I don't know it, but it's a good distance yeah I'm I'm gonna try to bring some groupies but we'll see how that goes <laughs> it's probably just gonna be I, me sorry <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know after uh, after your uh, after the adventures in Monica's inbox. I don't know if we uh, I don't know if we want that. I I might oh god I might groupie, <laughs> groupies from here from Nashville. Oh okay okay. Yeah. I was like I don't I don't know if we, I mean like I I I like our fans, but I, I I'm kind of gonna I think I might have to like hire security for you. Um, this is what I'm kind of worried about. Either that, I'm just gonna start carrying you around in my backpack like Yoda. <laughs> over the other oh lord! I mean, it's just. It's it's annoying to me. I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> so you saw you saw my meme. I, I saw that. So you commented on there. You yeah. saw my meme. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and yet I don't think it was as effective as needed. But <laughs> we love it. We love yeah. it. But yeah. So um, whole like kind. This we're gonna make this a regular thing. Uh, because Holden Lake needs more stuff like this. Yeah. Just po- positive things. And that is a, it's a beautiful new facility. Uh, and, and it'll be a, it'll be a great place uh, to host this. Like I said, I, I performed a wedding ceremony uh, outside there, uh, inside the reception hall. Um, the new, re- we almost went and checked out the restaurant um, last weekend, but we weren't really like, we just eaten dinner at my parents' house. I was like, should we go there? And cause it's more of a restaurant. Like I, don't, I haven't been in. So I was like, I'm not really ready to sit down and eat. You know, I want to go there and be able to sit down and enjoy a full meal. Yeah. And kind of take the whole thing in. You know, I don't want to go in there and half step so I can give it a uh, give it a good uh, give it a good review, which I'm sure it'll be great because the uh, the staff and uh, staff and everything in the facility is wonderful. So I, I'm excited to see it. I haven't seen it at all. So. Oh, it's like I said, it's it's gorgeous. Um, and you know they were still getting everything kind of put together. Um, in the in the summer when I was there, but like I said, the, uh, the October when the wedding was, the inside was all finished. You know, obviously the the grass had actually really sprouted um, in the area where everything was set up, and it was just there's a nice little uh, it's kind of like a woods woody woodsy background there. Uh, it's just a really nice place, um, and it's right up by where the Rock House used to be. If you remember where that yeah. is, yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, it's literally like right a stone's throw from that. So. There's like a house in between there and that. That's about one little house. There. Isn't it on Stone School Road? Was that like a? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's on Stone School Road. Okay. But yeah. So, I, you know, I, I hadn't been in the Rock House in so long and I looked it up because it's listed for sale. And, and I looked it up and the inside of that is so amazing. Like, oh my God. Like, I would think about like if. <laughs> 
it's too bad that it's right next to this like gorgeous like entertainment venue now yeah because in a town this small there's no way that that is would be sustainable um for uh for any for anything major so it uh you know it's probably going to sit vacant forever oh there's buzz Lightyear. okay wow you made that all by hand that's pretty slick i did look at, look at the wings I'm a, I'm a multi-talented little kid over here. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Speaking of which, you're, uh, you're, um, uh. I'm scared. Spit it out. <laughs> oh, you're, you're seeing your pictures there. Oh, yeah, God. You, yeah. Yeah, you, you looked really, really, you didn't look like a senior in high school in those pictures. I know. <laughs> it's bad. Like, I think, uh, I, I mean, I was 18 years old. <laughs> I think I looked I look like one of the long-lost members of the Breakfast Club. I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> well, I mean, you, you volunteered it, so and I laughed I at did. you, so I had to give you the opportunity to laugh at me. But... I did. I did. Yeah, they're I bad. But, and that's, a, that's what's super sketchy, is that I think I look 12 in those pictures, and then you see pictures of me actually 12, and it's like, okay, <laughs> It's <laughs> and it doesn't help that I'm short. I feel like if I was an average height, it wouldn't be so bad. I wouldn't look so young, but I don't know. It, that kind of plays in your favor, though. I mean, honestly, I mean, you're, it's not like you're, you, you know. I don't need to give your age away, but I know how old you are. You don't really look great. I mean, that's, yeah, you know, no. it's not. It's not a bad thing. So, yeah. no. Uh, but yeah, so we've got uh, Holt Lake Con to look forward to. Um, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna get to uh, do a little bit of recording together this weekend, so yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, we've we've got some uh, we got some things like I said we'll we'll actually be getting some content for the YouTube channel. Um, we'll get that uh, done. Off your 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 camera phone. <laughs> no, probably use my tablet. Okay, good. That slow running. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, the camera works. I don't know how to upload. But we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure oh, it God. out. Should I'll I bring my gadgets? Like, yes, bring your bring your go go gadgets. Okay, perfect. Because I have, I actually have like a like a camcorder, but it's so old, I wouldn't even try to upload anything off. It's got like one of the old like SD card. I I wouldn't even. I, I'd have to find it too, and I have like a digital camera, but who the hell has it? I don't know if anybody actually has one of those anymore. You know, I, I do. Really I know. do photo shoots a lot. I love my camera, okay. but yeah, I, mean. I see. I have. I have. I don't know where it is. Though, either of them. Like the camcorder when I got it at the time was like really nice. It was like a little handy cam um, because I used to use it to uh, record my wrestling stuff with uh, when I was in the business, and because uh, I just kind of set it up on a tripod, you know, I was doing my stuff and uh, you know shoot the ring with it. But yeah, um, I don't know where it is anymore. <laughs> so it, I mean, I, it's 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 in a box somewhere, but there's still uh, there's still a lot of boxes. Like earlier, I was like. I wonder where this is. Uh, never mind. I'm like, I'll, 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 come, I'll come across it someday. Yeah. I'll come across it someday. So with that being said, this is like a good place to uh, to end the episode. Before we do, uh, Facebook, the place to be reviews on Facebook. Give us a like, share the page, chime in with a comment, send us a message. You can send us a voice message here on Anchor FM where we are available, our home base on Anchor. You can also find us on Spotify and iTunes. Check us out there. You can follow us on Twitter at the place to be RE1, the place to be reviews on Twitter. Email us 
the place to be reviews at mail.com. And I think that's, oh yeah, ETEP Wakuians, the place to be reviews on Facebook. I'd like to welcome uh, about three or four new subscribers. We're actually up to uh, 20, I think it's 25 subscribers on the YouTube channel right now, Monica. Well, that's exciting. I don't know how to subscribe to it, so you'll have to do it for me when I'm there. But <laughs> I will. I will. I'll, I'll go through it. We'll do that. Um, and it's uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny because the only five videos on the YouTube channel are just the goofy uh, car cell phone videos I've done, and the one walking into the theater with uh, Jason. Um, and yeah, we're up to 25 subs. Uh, we uh, would like to welcome uh, Commander Cody, uh, subscribed last night. Um, he is uh, another member of the Fandom Menace, which uh, for those of you listening, the place to be reviews, we are members of the Fandom Menace here. Anti-SJW Entertainment. You know, that's what we represent here. We just want good entertainment. We don't, we don't need to be preached to about it. So with that being said, we will be back Wednesday night. This has been episode number 26. We are moving along on our way to number <laughs> number. Move, we're, move, we're looking forward to number 50. We're going to do a big uh, extravaganza. I don't know. We'll do something. You, you can come to Nashville but, for 50. I mean, that's pretty stellar. I would. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> that, that, I, I, I've, been to, I've been to Tennessee a couple of times. I've never been to Nashville. I've, I've spent time in Knoxville. Um, and plus, the, uh, the I like the weather there much better. Yeah, like I said, it's ninety degrees. I mean, it's probably still seventy-five out right now. So, <sighs> I'm gonna go out my garage here in like five minutes. It's gonna be like twenty-five degrees. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Well, yeah, yeah. Good luck. If you die, if you dies. Yeah. So that's uh, that's gonna do it for us. The place to be. Uh, so I'm Pete and uh, Monica. Say good night to the folks. Good night, friends. See you Wednesday. Wednesday night. Goodbye. Bye.